0: I am the genie of the podcast, and you get one wish. Oh, that's an easy one. I wish their Discord server was free to join. Wish granted. That's right. You guys and gals asked for it, and we did it. Our Discord server is now free to join. That's right. You get to come be a part of the best gaming community out there. You'll find the link in the episode description and over on our website at multiplayerpodcast.com. Now, I know what you're thinking we do definitely still need your support, all right? So if you love the podcast, if you love what we're doing, and you are just thinking to yourself, this is awesome, I really want to support these guys, head over to MultiplayerSquad.com. That's where you can help support the show. You do get some awesome perks, but more importantly, you get our eternal gratitude. All right, now enjoy the episode, and we'll see you on our Discord server.
1: Hey there, everyone. Thank you for listening to the multiplayer gaming podcast. We are two dads that love gaming and we release episodes every Monday and Thursday that are family friendly on top of those regularly scheduled shows. If you want some additional content and also want to help support the show, you can subscribe in your Apple podcast app or on Patreon by visiting multiplayer squad.com. That'll actually unlock two additional quick take episodes for you every week. And also, if you subscribe on Patreon, you will also get a shout out on the show. I am your host, Paul. And with me, as always, my co-host, we just finished sharing a bird, a bottle, and a salted baguette. It's
0: Josh. Don't forget the deconstructed (laughs) scallops and homemade French toast, Paul. (laughs) You know, um, this is a reference that like three to four
1: of our listeners are going to get and they're going to really enjoy that one and no one else is going to have any idea what we're
0: talking about oh man you made me watch a movie that i still do not understand what this movie was it all i know (laughs) is a good movie it legitimately was a good movie paul but i don't know what just happened
1: just a couple hours ago, we uh, went out to the movies with a couple of friends. First time you and I have been to the movies together since seeing
0: Hellboy a couple of years ago. Oh my ago, goodness. Which was absolutely terrible. No, what... I'm going to go ahead... Paul. Paul, we're not starting <laughs> the show with you slandering Hellboy too.
1: The, the reboot? Oh, the reboot, the reboot Hellboy was, was terrible. Bad.
0: Okay, sorry, sorry. Yes, yes, that one you can slander that's, all day. That's okay. the one we saw. Yeah, that was terrible. <laughs> with the one with David Harbour? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah and, uh, Mila
1: Jovovich. Yeah. yeah. Th- this w- was Pig with Nicolas Cage. I think it was a little bit better <laughs> than Hellboy. Uh, but yes, that movie was, um, very much up my alley. I don't know if it was quite so much up yours, but I did think it was a beautiful story about <laughs> loss and love <laughs> and people and change, but uh, very different uh, from
0: Hellboy. How about that? You we'll liked it because there. it had intense cooking scenes. Food was an underlying theme. <laughs> yes. Yes. And it, it was dramatic. I thought it was a great movie. I really did. I, I pick on the movie because I joked with you that it was one of the most nonsensical movies that was made in a very high capacity, like a high level, uh-huh. which made it yeah, great. Yeah. But I the the people that came up with the script for this movie were probably not sober. <laughs> it, it could be. <laughs> All right. Well,
1: today is Thursday, which means this is a Twig episode. So let's jump into this week in gaming. We always start off these shows on Thursday by talking about what we've been playing. I pinged you just a little bit ago, Josh, to ask if you've been playing anything kind of on your own. Uh, Not really so much. You've just really been playing more Rocket League and Overwatch, right? Nothing really all that new? It's
0: It's the old faithfuls, man. I This week is, I'm very excited for this week. There's a few games coming out this week that we're going to talk about here in a minute that I've been pretty hyped for. I don't know that they're going to be earth shattering games, but they're the kind of games that just look fun. And that's what I want right now. Um, but man, good old Rocket League. Andy is, is my Rocket League duo's buddy that we play together all the time. We have, we got real close to champion in twos and then we kind of fell a little bit, but then we're climbing and then we're fallings. But I, yeah, Rocket League never gets old to me. And then man, we had so much fun playing Overwatch last night. And it's, yeah. it's one of those things like Overwatch just never gets old, man. Don't get me wrong. There's frustrating moments in Overwatch. Like, I played a little bit earlier today, and man, it went terrible. But that game <laughs> is just timeless. So yeah, those have been holding me over until this week.
1: Yeah, Overwatch is definitely our old faithful. It's something that we always go back to. Other games might come and go. For you, it's Rocket League and Overwatch. For me, it's Overwatch. But yeah, we ended up winning 10 games in a row yesterday. Like some people hopped in or out and maybe were or weren't there for the whole run. But yeah, it was quite an epic night for Overwatch. And when things are clicking like that, there's still very few gaming experiences that are more fun. Uh, So you've just kind of been playing your old faithfuls. I've actually been dabbling only a little bit into some other games that I thought we could just touch on briefly. But as our listeners probably know, the Tokyo 2021 Olympic Games have arrived. And to celebrate, Google actually released an Olympics themed RPG.
0: Did you know about this, Josh? <laughs> I did not know about this at first. I just people kept saying, hey, click the Google uh you know icon logo. Lo- logo there you go. Uh yeah, click yeah. the Google logo. And I know that Google always does different stuff and sometimes they're interactive and stuff like that. So after enough people mentioned it, I said, okay, let me go see what this is about. And it started some little game. And so I played it for like a minute. And then I was like, ah, like, okay, I'm not like I I was something was going on. So it's just like, okay, whatever. That's cool. They made a game. But then earlier today, I played this game for probably a solid like 30 to 40 minutes. (laughs) It's surprisingly fun. It's a good game, man. Like don't let the graphics put you off and don't let the fact that it plays in a small little browser window put you off. It's it's legit, man. You go around and you like you do Olympic games. I did skateboarding, I did mountain climbing, uh I did dancing, which was more like the DDR, DDR type. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and I mean, there's they just mixed it up so well. There's this big world that you can explore. Uh, you get quests like there's. You can talk to these crazy little animal characters and stuff. I was I was legit impressed with it. I was like, hey, whoever made this, like, good job.
1: Yeah, it's actually a full fledged game, and there are seven Olympic games that you can jump into. There's even different factions that you can join with different colors, and they all compete against one another. And I actually really enjoyed the
0: rugby mode more than any of them. Did you try rugby by any chance? I did not try rugby. I didn't run into that. I was trying to do a few of the quests and stuff. Um, I think I mentioned there might be one other one that I, I did. But no, I didn't play rugby at all. Was that fun? Yeah, the rugby one was actually really neat.
1: So basically, you have a team of five players, and you're just trying to run from your side of the field all the way to the right side. But then all these monsters run out and try to tackle you. And so there's little power-ups you can run over on the screen and you can throw the ball. You know, It has like a directional pass, almost kind of like old school Tecmo Bowl. So it's kind of like you're just playing the running back in Tecmo Bowl, trying to get to the other side. But the AI is actually pretty smart and they're pretty good at trying to trap you. So sometimes you have to like run backward and pass a lot. I was actually quite surprised. I, I did chuckle because whenever I check for gaming news... I noticed that Eurogamer ran a short article on this, and the headline actually read Google's Olympics inspired RPG is way better than it needed to be. Yeah. And I
0: think that's totally fair. It's actually pretty fun. It is a full fledged game. Like, you would expect it yeah. to just be a, this little, like, five to 10 minute, like, oh, okay, that's cool. Like, or that's neat, you know, and then you just move on. But. I, I like I didn't keep playing it, but there were quests that I had to do and I was like these quests are actually going to take a while. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? This is not some like super dumbed down simplified game. I don't know how long they're going to keep it for, hopefully for the entire Olympics, but yeah, I it that's a accurate headline because it was way better than they needed to make it or it needed to be to grab people's attention
1: yeah and so everything is super simplistic. It's literally just your arrow keys and the space bar. Every game only uses those, but they're actually surprisingly fun the The skateboarding mode by any chance did you ever play skate or die back on the n e s no. Uh, okay, yeah, that mode actually reminded me a lot of Skate or Die. I thought that one might have been the weakest out of the bunch. I, it probably the, the was. It was fun
0: to try to do yeah. the tricks and, like, rail grind and stuff like that. Um, but, yeah, it was it was very hard to crash, and you couldn't do, like, a ton of stuff. Um, yeah, it was only The mountain climbing one do. I thought was kind of neat, because that was, like, timing-based, and you had to race the clock, uh, yeah. which was pretty cool on that. Um, the DDR one was exactly what you would expect. Uh, but, yeah, I, it's... <laughs> Is a very easy way to just waste, like, 30 or 40 minutes, that's for sure. Yeah,
1: and of course, being completely free on just, you know, Google.com. So I do hope that they keep it around for a while. Clearly, they put a lot of time into it. And then the only other game that I was going to bring up is that we have talked in the past about the Witcher Monster Slayer, which is the Pokemon Go clone. That did release just a couple of days ago on the 21st. I got a little excited, so I went ahead and downloaded it and Josh, this mobile game was one point six gigabytes. Oh my, which goodness. I could not believe for a mobile game. It's huge. and um it looks great. <laughs> I did not find it very fun to play, unfortunately. Uh, Have you dipped your toes into
0: this one at all or or not? I have not. I was going to let you be the guinea pig, to be honest. I I mean, we kind of talked about this before. As much as I love the Witcher universe and the lore and all that stuff, I'm not going to play this game. Like, maybe I download it at some point just to have it on my phone and walk around and try it out. But I've been reading a couple articles and kind of summaries, and it doesn't seem like it's really hitting the mark for a lot of people. Um, and oddly enough, because you and I talked about this before, is a lot of the complaints on it are that it's missing like the social aspect, you know? Yeah. And there's, you know, it's, it's a little money hungry in the sense that after like every fight, it reminds you that, hey, you can visit the store and spend real money, you know, and stuff like that. And I mean, I know Pokemon Go did that. And it's like, hey, do you need to buy some Pokeballs? And it was very easy to. Spend a dollar here and there, but when it's constantly reminding you of it, it, it's a little distracting and stuff. So I did read that the combat was neat and the like stalking monsters was cool, but then you have to like make potions and oil. But you know, kind of like the hatching the eggs in Pokemon Go, that can take like 20 minutes or there's requirements for that stuff. It sounds great in theory, it's just not something that. I will probably ever try, and even if I did, I find it very hard to believe that it would be something to actually grab my attention.
1: Yeah, I'm actually a little surprised that you had read the combat was pretty fun, because that, to me, was the most lackluster part of it. There's really only two kinds of attack. If you swipe really fast, then he does fast attacks, and if you swipe slow, then he does slow attacks. And you kind of have to just like click and hold at the right time to parry enemy attacks. And that is, uh, certainly more combat than you get from something like Pokemon Go, but it's just so simplistic that even after my second or third monster, I was already kind of like, ugh, this is already getting a little bit boring. But the very first like special monster that you fight, it kind of makes it clear. You have to go buy items in order to defeat those monsters. So you either have to let them go, or you just kind of have to pay to win. And so I played for about half an hour, and I was already kind of like, all right, maybe, maybe it's more fun the more you play, but
0: I'm kind of out of out on it already, and I barely touched it. See, and that was the thing with Pokemon Go that they got so right, is that even if you came across a super rare Pokemon You had a good chance of catching it, even with like the normal Pokeballs. And then it was like, Hey, if you have the Ultras or you have the Raspberries, like there's a much better chance that you're actually going to land this thing. But with the, this Witcher game, you know, that kind of stuff, it just seems like a money grab in a lot of ways. And I get that, Hey, the game itself is free, but when everything is geared around like, Hey, please spend money and they remind you of that like over and over again, it really leaves like a bad taste for me. Yeah,
1: the one thing that I did think was neat that I should give it credit for in the combat is when you use the signs. So like you're the the bigger witcher guy. I think Igni is like the flame runic power. And so when you cast that in the game, it actually makes you draw the symbol and then he casts the spell. So I thought that was kind of neat. But other than that, it's I I don't really see the game having many legs just simply because there's not going to be any kind of social aspect for it. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, moving on, there are a couple of those big releases this week oh, that you had mentioned. Maybe am so not, excited. <laughs> maybe not like really anticipated by the general public, but definitely games that are on our radar. We have Tribes of Midgard, which we have talked about on the show. That is set to release on the 27th, which means when this episode drops on the 29th, we've already been playing it for two days, Josh. What yep. do you think we would say about Tribes of Midgard... On Thursday
0: when this drops, how do you think we're feeling about it? So much fun, man. Oh, this game is great, Paul. It's, you know, it's like Diablo meets Valheim. That I mean, what more can Mm -hmm. you say? We've been having an absolute blast, right? (laughs) I hope you're right. uh, I mean, uh, okay. I know everybody's probably (laughs) picking on me, right? Because for no reason whatsoever, I am super hyped for these two games that are coming out this week. And neither of these games is really like a blockbuster looking game, Right. You know, I mean, they're they're small developers. There's not been a lot of hype for these. I didn't even know Tribes of Midgard existed like three weeks ago. So I don't know why I'm so excited for these. I just want a fun game to play with friends, right? That's not... You know, a shooter game, you know, as much as like we talk about how much fun we had with Overwatch, like I'm just getting kind of tired of that genre. And it's not to say that I'm going to be tired of first person shooters all the time, but like sometimes you just need a break, right? You need that change of pace. And this game just looks like it's fun. It looks challenging. It looks like there will be that kind of natural role for people because there's building and there's crafting and there's exploration and there's fighting and they're saying like the combat's going to be hard man like you got to work together and you got to use your classes you know in in cooperative ways to be able to survive i love the the aspect of like the impending doom where it's like at some point you will fail do you know what i mean like that that's what this game yeah. is geared for so i like the challenge aspect of that as well I, I i mean it might be like hey that's a fun game for 3 hours and now it's like okay cool but I, I hope that it's more than that. But I know I've been making a really big deal about it to everybody. <laughs> and it's, yeah, you know, Todd. Right? We were. Todd was. Uh, I was asking him, "I'm like, Todd, you going to play this game with us? And he was like, yeah, you know, I watched that video, and it doesn't really look that fun to me. And I went just like, what? Like, how dare you not be hyped about this? <laughs> I-,
1: I hope it's fun. I love that we can play with a nice big group. I don't think it's going to be quite as magical as Valheim felt, but I hope it's just a fun experience that we can at least get a week or two out of. Uh, But let's go ahead and just take a brief break here, and we'll be right back after hearing from one of our sponsors.
0: All right, Paul, you know we love our listeners, so it's time to help them out. You see that guy listening? Yeah, that guy plays games using his earpods from his phone. I know, it's a travesty. Well, we're here to help out. Head over to MultiplayerPodcast.com slash Logitech and see what you've been missing out on. From mice to keyboards to headsets and everything in between, they've got something that's sure to improve your gaming experience. The best part is, they won't break the bank, and since they're extremely high quality, you know they're going to last. Do yourself a favor and improve your game over at MultiplayerPodcast.com slash Logitech.
1: All right, Josh, we are back. So we've got Tribes of Midgard coming out this week, and then we also have a game called The Ascent, which is set to release the same day as this episode, so that game is now out. And I'm just going to toss this one to you, Josh. This is a little bit more up your alley, although I'm very interested in it. Why don't you tell the people a little bit about
0: The Ascent? So The Ascent is a twin-stick shooter RPG cyberpunk game. That is how they they advertise it. it. The world looks awesome. The cyberpunk aspects look awesome. It's got a very cool graphical style to it. It's very gritty and and uh, like not. I don't want to say real world, but cyberpunkish, right? Like not cartoony though, um, right? And it is cooperative. It's got a full fledged like c- campaign to it um they have like cover mechanics there's all kinds of really cool guns you can get abilities and skill trees and stuff like that so it hits all of the rpg elements as well i just i don't know why this game looks so good to me you know also i think it's because if you get twin stick shooter with friends cyberpunk with lots of different weapons and abilities and the graphics really do something for this game to me that get me excited about it. Um, Yeah. And I just, I really look forward to playing this game with friends as well. Now, maybe it's not the tribes of Midgard, like, Hey, let's get six to eight people on and play this. Like, I think the ascent is a game that like you and I could play, you know, where it's like a lot of fun with just a buddy, although it is up to four player co-op. Um, but I just, there's something about it. You kind of got to watch like the gameplay trailer to see, but I've watched a lot of the developer commentary and breakdowns on it. And it's again, it's from a small little studio, but these guys have poured their heart and soul into this game. They've done a lot of stuff that really makes sense and stands out to me. And so I'm pretty hyped for this one too. I think it's going to be the game that when we're not all playing tribes of Midgard, I'm going to be in the ascent like hopefully with somebody joining me but if they're not like that's okay too because you know the game can be either or in that case.
1: Yeah, I really love that it has four player co-op. It's very reminiscent of like Gauntlet or if anyone out there played the Hunter uh Hunter of the Reckoning. I always really liked those dual control stick co-op games. That's definitely right up my alley. So I really hope that this one really hits the mark because if that kind of game is executed well. I really love that kind of experience. So here's hoping that the ascent rises to that level.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And the thing is, it's not just combat, right? Like it's legitimately, this is a full-fledged RPG. So there is explore, you know, you, you look around this town and you have to, you know, look in lockers and you find gear. And so there is the, that whole like campaign element to it too. This isn't just like mindless shooting at all. So if you have the right friend to play it with, I think it, looks like it could be an incredible experience in that regard um i, I don't know i hope so <laughs> like both yeah i'm telling you right now paul if both these games flop i'm gonna be so sad on the next episode <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah i feel like we'll get a few hours out of it but yeah we'll see we have also been jumping into the new world beta but we're kind of planning on probably doing its own episode, so we're not going to talk about that at all. But, yeah, it would really be sad if we ended up with, like, all these brand new games that we're kind of hyped for. Hopefully, at least one of them will hit and really click on all cylinders. Yeah, uh, We do have a couple of news stories this week that are are kind of interesting. One of them is about the game Splitgate, which is not new by any means. This is a game that's been around for two years on PC, And it always had a very small player base. This one you might remember as being Halo meets Portal. So it's that first-person shooter, but everyone can fire their own portal mechanics. And so it's kind of like a chaotic shooter. Well, they ended up (laughs) releasing a cross-play beta with console. And it has exploded so much in popularity, Josh, they had to actually pull this game down entirely in order to implement a queue system because they never had so many people
0: playing at once. See, that's goofy to me because I remember hearing about Splitgate, And when somebody said it's halo meets portal, my brain exploded. And I was just like, that <laughs> right. sounds like the greatest thing ever. And then I, I don't remember if I hopped. I think I hopped into the game like once on PC, they were doing like a beta weekend or something like that. I think I played it for like 30 minutes and just got obliterated by people. You know, I think I was trying to like figure out like how do you use these mechanics plus the the gunplay and stuff like that. I just remember not being very impressed or maybe I didn't give it a fair shot. But apparently yeah. this crossplay beta that they did, now that was I think a year and a half ago too. So I'm sure the game has been, you know, improved and developed since then because I don't even know it's not officially released yet on consoles, right?
1: Yeah, this is just in beta, in beta and it's only a team of 4 engineers that are working on Splitgate, so it's a pretty small development team, but yeah, I would imagine quite a bit's changed over the last year and a half.
0: Yeah, we might need to give this one a try because the it, it like I said, Halo meets Portal sounds incredible. I remember seeing some gameplay footage of it and what you can do with those portals to like flank people and sh- yeah. like teleport behind them and shotgun in them in the back is looks amazing. Uh, the the fact that this just broke all of their servers in their game, I'm super happy for the developers, man, because that's, that's the hype you need, right? And then once you get that hype, it just snowballs. I mean, we saw that's what happened to Valheim. You know, here comes this game that nobody's heard of, nobody's really playing, and then it just snowballed into, honestly, one of the greatest games that we've played in the last couple years.
1: Yeah, it's also very reminiscent of Among Us, of being around for a couple of years and then all of a sudden getting that explosion in player base. Their system was set up to only handle a max of 65,000 concurrent players and they were regularly in only the three digits. So they were often only having seven, 800 players at a time. And now it, it, it was just so popular. They said, okay, we got to pull it down as a stopgap. We're going to create a queue system. And then on the back end, we're going to have to work on a long term solution to figure this out but you know good for them that's obviously one of those good problems hopefully they can figure it all out pretty quickly and that no one will quit over that kind of problem because that's just something that's unforeseen it's a two-year-old game no one saw it all of a sudden blowing up 50 times what it had before
0: And honestly, they recognized it right away that that's the way to go, right? Like, just tell people like, hey, we were not ready for this. We are expanding servers. We'll have those. Good to go soon. It's when you don't acknowledge the issue. That's when gamers start to get ticked off, right? Like, what's happening? Why can't I log in? You know, I keep getting dropped or this queue time is ridiculous and there's no communication whatsoever. That's when you're really going to aggravate people. But if you just come clean and say, hey, we love the fact that so many people have jumped in here we will fix this very soon. Sorry, you know, here you go and here's the plan. And then I would imagine it'll be pretty quick to get up and running for for the number of people that actually want to play it.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So that's one that I know we we had kept our eye on for a while, but we might have to actually jump into it here now that it's getting quite a bit more popular. And also, we had a video that released this week that highlighted a new mode that'll be in Battlefield 2042. I am so excited for this, Paul. (laughs) I I think this is probably the game we are most hyped for here in the upcoming year. But ironically enough, it has something called Portal Mode, although this has nothing to do with portals like in Splitgate. (laughs) But they did show that they are going to let you set up custom matches that will use maps, weapons, classes... From previous battlefield entries. So they show in this video, like defibrillators versus knives. And it's just of the funniest thing inside the video, seeing this giant battle of, you know, whatever it is, like 50 v 50 going at each other with defibrillators. But I really love the idea that they're going to let you use everything from the past entries because there's so much nostalgia, so much fun. And now we can kind of pick the best maps and the best weapons and kind of mash them all together.
0: I, dude, I love the fact that they're doing this. This to me tells me that EA Dice is truly trying to get back to what the players like about Battlefield instead of just spitting something out and then hoping that maybe it it catches on, right? Um, I was looking into this. This is really cool what you can do with this. It almost reminds me of like Halo Forge where people could just create all of these different game modes and stuff like that. Now it doesn't have like a level editor. Um like Forge did, but they were saying you can do any number of things. Uh they had talked about like there was a gun game mode, which oh, you know we okay. play in Overwatch a lot, sure. but they're a yep. they mixed gun game with infection. So there's one person that can play a match that's infected and everybody else is playing gun game. But every time the infected person kills somebody, they become infected too while everybody else is playing gun game. So it's this race between oh, like, can you clever. infect everybody versus this guy that's progressing down the weapon tree? You know, like they were... It, the, the possibilities seem almost limitless. The only thing that they were saying is you cannot mix... Um, too much together at one time. So you can't take like Battlefield 1942 and give some of the people on your team like 1942 characters and guns and then the other people on your team like 2042 jets and guns. Like you can't intermix it like that. Now you can create an entire map that is 1942 versus 2042, but you can't... You know, so there are some limitations there, but then they were just explaining how many different things you can do. And they were saying, look, we're putting this in the hands of the people, like the players. And you and I have always said, what's the absolute best way to get really, really fun game modes, right? Get 10 million developers to work for you. Exactly. And that's what they're doing. Like, I, I can't wait because the base game looks incredible as it is. But man, you know you're going to find that server that's got this amazing rule set or these special parameters on it or something, and it is just going to make it the most fun thing in the world to play. And that gets me super jacked up, man, because I feel like they're finally getting Battlefield right, and they're giving people the tools to make this game just amazing for a long time.
1: Yeah, I'm very excited about it. And I hope that someone figures out how to put in Genji Parkour.
0: in battlefield (laughs) 2042 and and i'm gonna and i'm gonna make you play it (laughs) dude every time you guys start that mode i just i i take my ball and i go home and i just sit there in the spawn and i'm Uh, like nope i'm not doing it
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah I, i really love that they're giving some of the keys to the car to the community i i don't see how that goes wrong i mean it only has potential for more fun so i'm really looking forward to battlefield 2042 Um, that's about all the time that we have. I will just very briefly share one quick story here. Hood Outlaws and Legends, which we properly skewered (laughs) on the show not too long ago. (laughs) They are releasing a new mode called State Heist, which is entirely PvE. Kind of a bold move given that the base game is fully PvP and it is releasing on the 28th. So that has just gone live. Basically they're they're just making the enemies a lot tougher and extraction is automatic as you fight off waves as enemies come toward you. Uh Josh, does this interest you at all in re-downloading Hood?
0: I feel bad, man. I know these developers really <laughs> tried. Honestly, I really do, right? Like I they, they tried to make such a great game and it just missed. And I almost feel like this is a desperation grab to say, look, nobody is playing PvP. Like this game is dead already and so can we maybe entice people to play it for the pve portion but knowing the base mechanics and you know the 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 pve that was incorporated into the pvp i just don't see it being riveting enough even if you ramp up the difficulty to make this something where we would go back and say oh let's play you know hood pve version now i <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of silly. No.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean like we love the Robin Hood theme, we love the idea of a heist and and all that, but trying to make a PvE stealth mode with four players is just by nature nearly impossible. So, it's just a little bit of an odd direction. I think we would be more likely to re-download it if they just seriously nerfed assassinations and got rid of a lot of that kind of stuff but at least they are trying something new. I mean, I do give them credit for that, but at the same time, I just don't think it's calling us back at this point No. but yeah. All right. Well, that's all that we have here for this week in gaming. We will be back with a bonus round episode on Monday, and we would love for you guys to give us some suggestions for what you would like us to talk about on future bonus round episodes. So please join us on our free discord server There's a link in the episode description. You can come connect with me and Josh and other listeners. We would love to have you guys on there. And you can also find us on social media everywhere at MultiplayerPod. So we would love to hear from you guys and hear some feedback and to hear your ideas. And I think that's it for today. Anything else, Josh? Let's go play some Tribes of Midgard, Paul. (laughs) Let's do it. All right. We'll see you guys on Monday. Have a
0: good weekend. All right. See you, everybody.